Welcome to our service of reflection as we commence our observation of the period of Lent which starts today, Ash Wednesday, 17th of February. So grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. A few verses from Psalm 51. A song of penitence. Have mercy on me, O God, in your great goodness. According to the abundance of your compassion, blot out my offences. Wash me thoroughly from my wickedness, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my faults, and my sin is ever before me. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence, and righteous in your judgment. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me again the joy of your salvation, and sustain me with your gracious spirit. Then shall I teach your ways to the wicked, and sinners shall return to you. Deliver me from my guilt, O God, the God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness. The Collect for today as we pray for grace to keep Lent faithfully. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing that you have made and forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts that we worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may receive from you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. words of Psalm 38. Rebuke me not, O Lord, in your anger, neither chasten me in your heavy displeasure, for your arrows have stuck fast in me, and your hand presses hard upon me. There is no health in my flesh because of your indignation, there is no peace in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head. Their weight is a burden too heavy to bear. My wounds stink and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and brought very low. I go about mourning all the day long. My loins are filled with searing pain, 
there is no health in my flesh. I am feeble and utterly crushed. I roar aloud because of the disquiet of my heart. O Lord, you know all my desires, and my sighing is not hidden from you. My heart is pounding, my strength has failed me, the light of my eyes is gone from me. My friends and companions start, stand apart from my affliction. My neighbours stand afar off. Those who seek after my life lay snares for me, and those who would harm me whisper evil and mutter slander all the day long. But I am like one who is deaf and hears not, like one that is dumb, who does not open his mouth. I have become like one who does not hear, and from whose mouth comes no retort. For in you, Lord, have I put my trust. You will answer me, O Lord my God. For I said, let them not triumph over me, those who exult over me when my foot slips. Truly I am on the verge of falling, and my pain is ever with me. I will confess my iniquity and be sorry for my sin. Those that are my enemies without any cause are mighty, and those who hate me wrongfully are many in number. Those who repay evil for good are against me because the good is what I seek. Forsake me not, O Lord. Be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. An Old Testament reading from the book of Daniel, chapter 9, and it's verses 3 to 6 and 17 to 19. Then I turned to the Lord God to seek an answer by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, saying, Our Lord, great and awesome God, keeping covenant and steadfast love with those who love you and keep your commandments. We have sinned and done wrong, acted wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from your commandments and ordinances. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes and our ancestors, and to all the people of the land. Now, therefore, O our God, listen to the prayer of your servant and to his supplication. And for your own sake, Lord, let your face shine upon your desolated sanctuary. Incline your ear, O my God, and hear. Open your eyes and look at our desolation and the city that bears your name. We do not present our supplication before you on the ground of our righteousness, 
but on the ground of your great mercies. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, listen and act and do not delay. For your own sake, O my God, because your city and your people bear your name. The New Testament reading is from the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 6, and it's verses 6 to 19. Of course, there is great gain in godliness combined with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world so that we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. But as for you, man of God, shun all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ which he will bring about at the right time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honour and eternal dominion. Amen. As for those who in the present age are rich, command them not to be haughty or to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but rather on God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, generous and ready to share, thus storing up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of the life that really is life. The opening of Psalm 51, some verses of which we started our Ash Wednesday reflection today, is a comment. It isn't numbered, it's a definition of sorts. It says, For the director of music, a psalm of David, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Wow, 
as an introduction to a song used in the temple for worship, that seems a little direct and in your face. David's sin is recorded in 2 Samuel 11 for everyone to read. And on top of that, it's included in the worship section of the Bible, a constant reminder for what David had done. The Bible calls King David a man after God's own heart. Yet we know he committed not just little sins. He broke commandments, he coveted it, had an affair and then tried to cover it up. And when that went wrong, he murdered. All of this took a little time, but still it seems he thought he'd got away with it. A man after God's own heart? I'm not so sure, but hey, let me just take a pause for a moment to take this plank out of my own eye first. David seems to have planned his sins. He acted on his plans and he was comfortable with where he was and no one condemned him, at least not that he's recorded. We live in a culture, a nation, a community and even a church environment that allows our sins to slide. Whilst everyone says we have to be good, we need to repent, God's grace is sufficient, no one challenges us to dig deeper. No one confronts us or even mentions that they see sin in our lives. That, after all, would be judging, and that would make us sinners and a meddler. If I did that, they might say something about me. They might challenge the sin in my life. Psalm 51 contains the public exposure of a great man's sins and is then a record of that man's feelings and prayers about his situation. David pours out his heart to God in this prayer. He knows that he was caught in his sins, not by Nathan, but by the moment he allowed his human desires to take hold and plan his sins. In this prayer he admits that his sins are always there and that he can't fix them. He can't hide them. It took an external source in Nathan to make him reflect on the fact that just because no one around noticed or said anything about his sin that he was okay. He now understood that throwing one ball or a hundred bulls on the altar as a sacrifice had no value to God because there was no accompanying sign of repentance. His prayer is his plea to God that he wants to be made right. He knows that the only way it can happen is for God to wipe the slate clean. Today we begin a process where we take 40 days for self-reflection. We commit ourselves to the process of allowing the Holy Spirit to convict us that we are more like David than our pride and arrogance allows us to admit. Today we commit to a journey that begins in the dull light of a winter's day and goes into the blackness of Good Friday. But though, with the knowledge that the light is just down the road on Easter morning, Resurrection Sunday. 
Lent is a period of time when we reflect on how we really act and the little sins that we've chosen to decide are, well, no big deal in our lives. There's a story about how birds around Niagara Falls fly up to the falling water to get a drink. In the winter, each time they go in for a sip, a little ice builds up on their feathers. And people have watched as some of these birds go in for sip after sip and then suddenly disappear into the falling waters when the ice on their bodies becomes too heavy. The sins in our lives weigh us down. Lent is a time when we allow our focus to see the little stuff that is weighing us down and to do something about it. But Lent, however, is not a time to be depressed and to wallow in our failures, but instead is a time to free our lives from the burden of our behaviours. By admitting that we are sinners and that we want to change, we can become free. There's a good chance that it was David who made the reference about himself at the beginning of Psalm 51. It's a public confession that was a reminder of what he had done. It was a reminder to him not to take that road again. And it's a reminder to us not to take the roads that we've taken wrongly in the past. Today we are not asked to declare our deepest, darkest secrets to anyone except God, but to instead simply pray as David did. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. During this time of Lent, may we be challenged in our lives, but also reminded of the great promise of God's forgiveness to those who truly repent and seek to change their ways. May we, each one of us, spend these next 40 days, and of course all the days of our lives thereafter, opening our hearts and minds to the conviction of the Holy Spirit and receiving the blessing of God our Father, who loves us so much that he gave his only Son to die upon the cross for our sins and to rise again in glory in a final defeat for the power of evil over our lives. So we now turn to a time of prayer. Firstly, we come before God in humility and submission as we now call to mind our sin and the infinite mercy of God, taking to heart the call to repentance and the assurance of forgiveness proclaimed in the Gospel, the good news of Christ Jesus, our Lord and risen Saviour. And so I invite you to join in with the words, Lord have mercy, at the end of each section. Most holy and merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. 
We have not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. We have not forgiven others as we have been forgiven. Lord, have mercy. We have been deaf to your call to serve as Christ served us. We have not been true to the mind of Christ. We have grieved your Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. We confess to you, Lord, all our past unfaithfulness, the pride, hypocrisy and impatience of our lives. Lord, have mercy. Our self-indulgent appetites and ways and our exploitation of other people. Lord, have mercy. Our anger at our own frustration and our envy of those more fortunate than ourselves. Lord, have mercy. Our intemperate love of worldly goods and comforts and our dishonesty in daily life and work. Lord, have mercy. Our negligence in prayer and worship and our failure to commend the faith that is in us. Lord, have mercy. For the wrongs we've done, for our blindness to human need and suffering, and our indifference to injustice and cruelty. Lord, have mercy for all false judgments, for uncharitable thoughts towards our neighbours and for our prejudice and contempt towards those who differ from us. Lord, have mercy. For our waste and pollution of your creation and our lack of concern for those who come after us. Lord, have mercy. Restore us, good Lord, and let your anger depart from us. Accomplish in us the work of your salvation by the cross and passion of your Son, our Lord. And we say together, Merciful Father and most loving God, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be. That we may do justly, love mercy and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. So the Lord enrich you with his grace 
and nourish you with his blessing. The Lord defend you in trouble and keep you from all evil. The Lord accept your prayers and absolve you from your offences for the sake of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. So trusting in the compassion of God as our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. So as we conclude this time of reflection, may God, our Redeemer, show us compassion and love. May Christ give us grace to grow in holiness, to deny ourselves, to take up our cross and follow him. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you this day and always. Amen. <laughs>